All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. We're going through all of the things related to investment banking, like literally every single thing that I can find related to the industry, related to technicals, related to behaviorals. I'm going to have guests in the future on this show, sneak peek of my uh, my plans for the show. <laughs> but we're just we're just getting it in. We're, we're learning about everything that we can possibly learn about because I don't know if you can tell by now, but I love to learn things and I just soak up knowledge and information at a very high rate, but I don't want to waste that talent or skill. I, I want to put it to good use. And that's why I'm here turning the microphone on and talking to you about investment banking. So let's go ahead and talk today about accounting, advanced accounting principles. We're nearing the end of this series we've been doing on advanced accounting principles. And today we're going to talk about a concept that we have not touched on at all in the prior 187 episodes of the show, but we're talking about it now. So let's go ahead and talk about finance leases versus operating leases. Finance leases versus operating leases. And in general, first, we, we just need to understand what this means, right? Like we need to understand the distinction. That's really the question. What is the difference between a finance lease and an operating lease? But a lease in general, what is a lease? Well, if you rent an apartment, you sign a lease agreement, right? You're leasing an apartment and you have the right to use some kind of property over a certain period of time for a certain amount of money. You don't own the apartment, but you have the right to lease it or the right to use it rather. And so at a very, very basic level, that's what a lease is. You are paying for the right to use something, even if you don't own it right away. You're making payments. Now let's talk about finance leases and operating leases. Finance leases, just a quick note on terminology here. Traditionally, these used to be called capital leases, but the definitions have changed in the early 2020s. And also the specific criteria of what constitutes a finance lease has changed over time too. So I'm going to give you the most up-to-date information as I have it now recording this here in late 2023. But essentially the concept of leasing is like you're paying for the right to use an asset even though you don't legally own it. And there are these two types of lease categories in the US American context, finance leases and operating leases. Now internationally, outside of the United States, there's a more broad definition. There's actually no distinction between these two types of leases under IFRS, which is the international accounting standard. But let's go ahead and define these now. Finance leases. What is this? Well, a finance lease is actually treated more like a purchase than just uh, just renting. So it's treated more like a purchase. And the way that the expenses for finance leases work are that they're split between an interest expense component as well as an amortization expense component. Now, interest expense component, we know what that means, right? We're paying interest to someone. It's a financing cost, the cost of capital, the cost of money, borrowing money, you're paying interest. Now, amortization expense, this can mean essentially your, the way I think about it is you're paying your principal. You're paying a certain amount 
that's just like the cost of the thing that you're leasing out. And so combine these two and you get your overall payments. And so when you pay with a finance lease, part of the payment is amortized and part of the payment is interest. And on the financial statements, finance leases are on the liability side of the balance sheet. That's where you can find these things. If you pull up a 10K, look at a company's balance sheet, go to liability section, there's a good chance you'll see some leases there because companies lease buildings and property all the time as part of their normal operations. So that's where you can see this in a practical sense. Now, operating leases. What are operating leases? Operating leases are treated more like a rental, more like a rental than a purchase. And the way that these expenses work is that there's a single constant amount of lease expense that gets recognized every year or however long the period is. So you don't, you know, you know you're not really progressing toward ownership in this type of situation. It really is more of a pure rental over a period of time and you make the payment, that's it, you're done. Now on the financial statements, operating leases show up as operating expenses on the income statement. So you see the distinction now here. Operating leases show up as expenses on the income statement, but finance leases show up as liabilities on the balance sheet. It's basically getting capitalized, right? Your, your leases are an obligation of cash flow but it's not treated like an expense in the sense that an operating lease is. So it may be a little, maybe a little confusing if this is your first time ever hearing about this concept. But uh, trust me, it'll make sense if you if you know we kind of let this sink in for a little bit. Now let me give you an example to help kind of drive the point home here. So an example of finance leases, the way that I think about it, would be similar to a standard mortgage on a house. If you've ever purchased a home or you know someone who's purchased a home in the traditional way, you quote unquote own your home when you buy it with a mortgage. But really, from a financial perspective, that's not true. You're paying for the house gradually over time and your ownership gradually increases over time as you make those payments. And why is that? Well, with every payment that you make, a portion of those dollars go to interest expense. You're paying interest to the bank that lends you the money for the mortgage. And then another portion of your payment goes toward reducing the principal of the debt that you borrowed. And I've seen this in my own life personally. Like I remember when my wife and I bought our first condo years ago, I got the statements started looking at it and was like, oh, okay, so this amount of money is going to interest, this amount of money is going to principal. And then there was another component that got put away for like property taxes. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of interest going out, <laughs> which made us want to uh, pay that mortgage off uh, really fast. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> so that's an example of a finance type of lease arrangement. Now, an example of an operating lease would be a little bit different. Think about a company that wants to rent a truck and it's going to use that truck to make deliveries as a normal part of their business. The company that rents a truck gets the right to use that truck during the lease term and they pay a fixed amount of money for that right. 
So they find a company that owns trucks and they say, okay, I'm going to rent your truck for this amount of money. I'm going to use it for this amount of time. The other company says, okay, the money and the goods are exchanged. And that's that. And that's pretty much it. So that's the difference between an operating lease and a financing lease. Now you may be wondering, okay, so I know the difference now fundamentally between an operating lease and a financing lease. One gets put on the balance sheet, one is treated more like ownership, another gets put on the income statement, it's treated more like a rental. Okay, I understand that. But specifically, what are the rules for determining this? And I'm just giving you a warning now, I'm going to get a little bit more, a little more deep into the weeds. You know, I warned you last episode, we're going to get a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more technically deep over these next few episodes. So stay with me here. These are the conditions for a lease being classified as a finance lease. It happens if at least one of these five criterion are met. So first of all, if the lease term covers the major part of the remaining economic life of an asset, it's considered a finance lease. So let's say that you bought a car or you're leasing a car and your lease term lasts around the same amount of time as the amount of time it would take for that car to wear out and be worth nothing. If that were to happen, then that's a finance lease. The second thing, second condition that could be met is ownership of the asset transfers to the lessee, that is the person who is paying for the lease, by the end of the lease term. So if you're paying money for a lease and then you get ownership at the end, then that's a finance lease. So think about, again, the mortgage example. If you pay a mortgage for 30 years and then you send in that final payment, you now have complete ownership of that home. The bank no longer has a claim to your house because you paid them off. And that's an example of a finance lease. Uh, Number three is lease contract grants the lessee the option to purchase the asset by the end of the term and the lessee is reasonably likely to exercise the option. So think about a situation, again, I'm using the analogy of houses because it helps me understand it better. Imagine someone renting a house to someone else, but it's a rent to own arrangement. So the person renting the house pays money over a period of time, and then at the end of that period of time, exercises their option to then purchase the house from the owner. So if something like that happens, it's a finance lease. Number four, the present value of the sum of the lease payments and any residual payments guaranteed by the lessee equal or exceed substantially all of the assets fair value. Whoa, hold up. (laughs) Slow down, Alex, slow down. (laughs) Let's, let's, uh, let's rephrase that there because this was, that was very technically worded. Essentially what this means is the value of the payments that are going to be paid over time. If they're at or above the value of the asset itself, it's considered a finance lease. It's considered a finance lease. So just a silly example, if I were to lease a water bottle to you and it's a really nice water bottle, I talk about how awesome it is and I don't want to necessarily sell it to you even though I bought it for $40 on Amazon, like I could say, well, yeah, I'll lease it to you over the next three months and you're going to pay me $20 a month for this water bottle. 
well, at the end of the three months, you paid me $60, but the fair market value of my water bottle is only $40. So because of the terms there and because of the amounts related to the value of that asset, it's considered a finance lease. So that's number four. And then number five, finally, is that the underlying asset is so specialized that it likely has no alternative use for the lessor at the end of the lease term. And the lessor, by definition, is the person who has the ownership of the asset in this lease arrangement. So if another example here, like if let's say that you work at an amusement park and you own a Ferris wheel that goes up and goes down and it's really fun and the kids ride it while they're eating their cotton candy. If you own the Ferris wheel and it's so specialized that like you know that no one else is probably going to want to buy this Ferris wheel later and you lease it to someone, well, you kind of count that as a finance lease because it's very unlikely at the end of that lease term that anyone's going to really have any use for it. And I, I don't know <laughs> that much about amusement parks, but when I think of a specialized asset, that's what I what comes to mind, something that I think about. So those are the five criteria. And remember, if if the situation matches even just one of those five things, then it's considered a finance lease. If for whatever reason, none of these five criteria apply, then the situation is such that it's an operating lease based on the definition that we discussed earlier. Okay, and that's the difference between a finance lease and an operating lease. Yes, <laughs> we did it. Long episode for you today here, but I think it's an important concept, a little bit more of a nuanced, advanced concept, but we haven't touched upon it at all. So I figured I would just really go into it today and I hope you enjoyed that. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> I'll see you next time here on Investment Banking Insights. I'm Alex Mason, your host, just trying to live well, just trying to get it, just trying to grow and evolve. And I hope you're doing the same. I hope you're having an incredible day and I'll see you next time. Take care.